0: Bobby Brooks Wilcox is my guest today. She's the author of a book entitled Reconciled. I'm not going to give it away, but I can tell you that she's the bio mom of two kids who grew up living with the guy that she refers to as her husband. Have you ever heard anyone use that one before? I'm typing notes here right now, and my autocorrect won't even allow me to type that word. It keeps defaulting to waistband. Oh my God. Hi there, I'm Tracy, and this is the Essential Stepmom Podcast, your source of unconventional advice and inspiration for the womanly art of raising someone else's kids. Is it really an art? You bet, nobody pops out of the womb with an instinct for step-parenting. It's something you practice and get better at, like anything else. And if you found this podcast, it means you're smart enough to look for someone who's been practicing the moves for a long time to stand in your corner and coach you through it. I'll share my wins, my missteps, and my analysis of what worked for my family over the last 14 years and why it could work for you too. If you like this stuff, don't forget to subscribe and you can get more of me at essentialstepmom.com. interview with Bobby Brooks Wilcox took so many unexpected turns, I ended up splitting it into two episodes. So before I roll the tape of part one for you, I want to shout out to the Nacho Kids Academy for sponsoring this podcast. David and Laurie Sims have created the exact kind of program that they would have jumped into with all four feet if it had existed back when they blended their two families of five boys. At the time, they took advantage of every single scrap of help they could find before they got married and after. And still, they were on the very edge of divorce within a year. They created the Nacho Kids Method and their Brilliant Academy membership program to share exactly what helped them save their own family and it can help save yours from ever getting that far off track. All of their advice is completely aligned with the ideas I share on this podcast but I can honestly say that they're much funnier than I am. I also don't have a program where you can ask me questions in a live video conference twice a month and a whole lot of other stuff you can find out about by reading their description of it and what past members are saying about it. If you're skeptical of membership groups or even about the Nacho Kids method, that's okay. You can check it out at no risk. They offer a 30-day money-back guarantee. I say it's cheap insurance. You've got experts in your corner to help you fix whatever's broke in your family and whatever breaks down the road for a tiny fraction of what a lawyer's going to charge you if you wait until it's unfixable. When you sign up for their program with the special link you'll find in the show notes, part of your membership fee will come right back to support this podcast. And I feel honored that they believe in what I'm doing here, too. The link to use is NachoKidsAcademy.com slash the Essential Stepmom. Once again, go to NachoKidsAcademy.com slash the Essential Stepmom. Okay, here's part one of my conversation with Bobby. What you need to know before you start listening is that she has a very interesting backstory. I guess that's why she wrote a book about it. But it's interesting to us because she's a bio mom who left her kids behind with dad and his new wife and moved about 800 miles away for a new business opportunity. So you'll get to hear how that worked out for all of them 15 years later. I'll also throw in a spoiler alert. She and her new husband had an hours baby when those kids were almost adults. And if you thought there was an age limit on sibling jealousy, think again. Bobby's book, Reconciled, is full of really honest and vulnerable insights she had about all the energy she put into blaming the stepmom and her husband for everything that hadn't worked in her first marriage and how she eventually managed to let go of that. Anyway, I'm going to let her tell it in her own words. Here's Bobby.
1: So, my husband and I are celebrating our 15-year anniversary September, this coming September. Oh, lovely. Congratulations. Yay! Thank you. and we dated and lived together for two years before we got married. And um, my kids were 14 and 16 when we got married. My uh, daughter 14, son 16, yeah. And it's interesting because, uh, they, they really liked my husband, Jeff, um, got along with them really well. And so the, our story is I moved from Las Vegas to Colorado and, uh, my kids stayed with their dad in Las Vegas. And my and I moved out to Colorado kind of to start a new business. And then that's where I met my husband and we met and then, uh, dated. And then my kids met him and they liked him. And so my kids would fly back and forth or I would go to Las Vegas, you know, to visit, to see them there. Um, and they were excited for us when we, they told us, when we told them we were going to get married and then, um, They came, everything was fine. My daughter actually sang at our wedding. Oh, how nice. Yeah, yeah, it was very sweet. And then about three, four months after we were married, they just said, I don't want to come see you guys anymore. (gasps) Yeah, they're like, we're done. And my husband, <laughs> at the time, I love said,
0: how I love that phrase. How you say that, my husband.
1: My husband, their dad was like, "I'm not making them fly out there. If they don't want to come out, then they they don't have to come out." And so that was another in, thing in the, in and of itself that we almost went to.
0: So, so what happened? They like they um, it, what. Uh, did it change at some point, and they kind of got
1: past their? So, upset? first of all, being a teenager, as you know, your your stepkids too, right? Yeah. Teenagers—that's the worst time. They're going through their own growth and mentally developing, and and emotionally, emotions and everything are all over the place. So, trying to, and they're very self-centered. Everything is all about, about them, which is, that's part of the development as we know. Um, And so, yeah, they're like, they didn't want anything to do with, with uh, us at the time. So their way was just not coming out. I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to come out. Um, It wasn't until college that they shifted. Uh, my daughter was a senior in high school when I got pregnant with our, an hours baby, who's now thir- almost 13, our oh, wow. son. And uh, my son was really upset when that happened. <laughs> oh. His comment to me, and he was just starting college, just getting ready to start college. Hadn't started. It was this summer. Uh, he's like, mom, you couldn't take care of us. And now you're going to have a, a uh, another child in this world. Mm. Oh my gosh. I broke my heart. Mm. And I knew he was just saying it cause he was really angry and hurt, but you know, still he's, you know, going into college, getting ready. Well, yeah, and it's hard. It's hard. I think for
0: people who are listening might be surprised to hear that it's not just five-year-olds and eight-year-olds and 10-year-olds who object when when, mom or dad is making another child with a new yeah. partner, right? Like yeah. it's a huge, huge thing for people to, for kids to, um, to overcome.
1: It is to accept. Um, but I still didn't give up. I just kept, I kept going and going and still kept. You just college. went to visit them there. I, I would visit them. Well, this time they're in college, so I didn't get to see them. No, but I mean, be, when they, When they, like a few months after you got
0: married, when they stopped coming to see you? I
1: I would still go to Vegas to see them. And that, yeah. And uh, when they were available or when they weren't busy. um, A lot of, I remember after I was married, after we were married, I would call my daughter just to say hi and see how she was doing. And one time I had to pull over off the side of the road because she just went off. And blah, you know, and you did this and you're this and you don't care. And And so I just practiced my listening skills and listened (laughs) to her and, and said, I hear you. I hear that you're really upset, you know, and just practice my listening skills. Didn't try to defend myself or anything like that. And just, well, I just want you to know that I love you and I'm thinking about you and I'm here, you know, just, it's just that consistent being there. You know, even if they don't want to call you or talk to you when you call them, still call them and let them know or text them and let them know, I'm here. I'm thinking of you. Yeah. Do you want to talk? No, I'm busy. Okay. I just went I'm here yeah. if you want to talk, you know. That's great. It's don't give up. Just keep, you know, doing that. And and then eventually they'll come out of it. And like my relationship with my kids now. My son is thirty one, just had his second child. Oh, lovely. So, I know our our two, two boys, two grandsons. And my daughter is 28 going on 29 and has two children. She's a single mom. um, And she has a, a, a eight month old and our granddaughter is five. So, and our relationship with them is my relationship with them is, and Jeff's is, is, is so awesome and amazing, but it, it took time to cultivate that, you know, relationship and to build that trust and to, you know, uh, like most staff families said, you know, it doesn't happen overnight. It happens over years, you know, five years, seven years, yeah, <clears throat> twelve years, you know, that relationship <clears throat> develops, blends yeah, gradually. It sure does. It sure does.
0: And I was just I was just telling you my story, my wedding story. So yes. I'll repeat it. Yeah, um, We were together for eight years before we got married, and there wasn't really any compelling reason to get married. I think my husband just, I went away on a holiday for three weeks one time, and he really missed me while I was away. And he wanted to surprise me with a ring when I came back. It was very romantic. Uh-huh. But he <laughs> told me that he asked his kids if it was okay with them that we would get married. And really, we'd, we'd been together for eight years already, so it was not a, any kind of surprise. And they, they all said that it was okay. But then we really took our time. Um, like we just were, it, because it wasn't compelling, we didn't, it's a lot of work to plan a wedding, eh? Yes. We, we just got <laughs> lazy. And so it, it took a year and a half until we kind of got around to saying, okay, this summer we really have to do it. And we just sort of planned it for, a, you know, we had six or seven weeks, maybe eight weeks of lead time, not very much, just enough to send out invitations. and. Um, it was going to be a home. We decided to make it a home wedding. And the one thing in all of the years that we've had to deal with um, my husband's ex-wife that I'm really, really grateful for is that she drove the three hours to bring her kids to our wedding and waited for them and drove back the same day.
1: Wow. Kudos to her.
0: Total kudos to her. Like I, you know, now the way, the way they tell it now, because we just talked about this last week, my stepdaughter said something about we were talking about our wedding and she said, hey, I didn't get to stay for that part. My mom made us go home. And I mean, that's how she remembers it now. But what I remember is that it was a miracle. So how did you know when it was time? When was it, when did you know that it was time to get married and you lived together for two years?
1: We did, you know, we had been together for that time. And, um, and I had just graduated from school because I went back to uh, get uh, my master's uh, program in um, University of Santa Monica spiritual psychology and I had just graduated and we were headed back from uh, California driving to Colorado and I asked him like so when are you gonna when are you gonna ask me to marry you it was (laughs) I just felt like it was the next step it was like you know we had already been together, the kids, you know, liked him. The kids were, you know, teenagers and, you know, living with their dad and doing their own thing. And I just, yeah, I just felt like it was, it was time. It was the next step. And, uh, yeah. So, and then he, so he did. And then Mm -hmm. we told the family and the kids were fine with it, you know, all at first. And they were fine all through, you know, the process of the wedding and being, we, we did everything. We, we wanted them to be a part of the wedding. Yeah. So, you know, each of them had their, their uh, place in the wedding ceremony. And then we did things a little, very non-traditional. We had a minister, actually my uh, uh, son's godfather, he actually got as ordained. And so he married us nice up in the mountains. And, we did a family circle which included the kids and my parents around uh, and our my our best friends and the minister and they just formed a circle around Jeff and I holding lovely. hands so yeah it was it That's was very non traditional we you know did all of our best like you yeah. to include
0: yeah we included the kids. It, actually it was my desire to have my stepdaughter sing she actually is a beautiful singer
1: yeah and my daughter too that's funny (laughs) she
0: declined because she was too she felt she was too emotional so she did actually Uh. sing later for all the same people who were still there kind of hanging out Uh. in the afternoon but she didn't feel that she could participate although we asked her to do that but her brother participated by um helping um what did he do my husband's brother who doesn't speak very good English because they, my husband's family's French. Um, but his older brother really wanted to read some words that he had written and he, he um, wrote in English. And so he had yeah. it on a, he had his thing written out, but he wasn't sure how to pronounce everything. And so my stepson stood beside him and sort of fed him the few words that he wasn't too sure about. So that was, that was cute. Oh, it was really great. lovely. But tell me what you, what do you suggest? um, to couples who you're working with who are living together, but not married? Like, are there some, I don't know, like pointers or what, 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 what are they waiting for to, to know if it's the right moment or if they still need to wait more or if it's a bad idea?
1: Yes. So when I, and my, my husband and I got married. I knew nothing about step families <laughs> that I do today. <laughs> I learned all of the mistakes first and then, yeah. you know, so now I I'm like, don't happens. do this. This is a mistake, you know? Um. So, you know, like you and I had talked about it before. Uh, m- children between the age, I believe it's 11 or 12 through 16, 17 years old, that's, they're in a developmental stage, as you know, where they're still developing emotionally and mentally and everything is all centered around them. And so those are the, actually the worst time for (laughs) people to get remarried. If you're going to get remarried because that, because the kids need you to emotionally be there for them. And when you're getting remarried, you know, we're like adolescence all over again. Right. And then it's all about us, but our kids need us to be all about them and their needs and where they're at. So hindsight, you know, if I would have known then what I know now probably would have, wouldn't have gotten married right away with that. Um, However, so that would be one thing is to consider where you're you know what age you're your do you think you would have
0: at? you you would have waited like another what five years or something or f- maybe for um, you it wasn't so long my, like three my years youngest or
1: daughter was 14 so she only a couple more years yeah so yeah i i don't know hindsight we we might have i don't know if we would or wouldn't have mm-hmm. but i do know that you know, a couple of years after we were married, I got pregnant, uh, not intentionally. <laughs> God said, Woo, here you yeah. go. Cause we had already decided, you know, kids are, you know, my kids are yeah. good enough. Kids we were grown up. Kids. Well no, fourteen and sixteen when we got married. No, but I
0: mean a few years after that, you're already almost they at the end co- of Yeah, they were college. High school or- yep.
1: Yep. My and so when we got pregnant with my son, ours baby. Yeah we, um, my daughter was 16 and my, and my, um, son was 18 going, getting ready to go into college. And yeah, my son took it worse than my daughter did, but I found out later that my daughter was kind of upset with me too, but she just didn't tell me. (laughs) She didn't tell me. Although when I gave, when I was giving birth to our son, she got really concerned, like, oh my gosh, my mom's having a baby and something could go wrong and I'm not there to be with her. Yeah. So that was sweet. And, um, but when they met their their baby brother, they fell in love with them and yeah. I knew they would, but they were not happy at the beginning about having a brother. And um, it wasn't until after my son was in college uh, a year and he and I grew our relationship a little bit more Um, and he'd call me from college and he'd talk through some things and, and, uh, I said, so you're not upset anymore that I, that you have a baby brother. And he's like, Nope. And I'm like, well, what changed your mind? And he said, you know, now that I'm in college, he goes, I have other friends who are also blended families. He goes, actually several, and they have half siblings Mm. as well. And he goes, and it's not so bad. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think so, everything,
0: every kid thinks that the the weirdness of their family is completely unique mm-hmm. and that they just wish that they could have some kind of normal family. I, I think meeting other, other kids and finding out that, you know, all families are, are different and some, a lot of them yep. have the same, you know, kind of weird things that your family has that makes it a lot, a lot easier.
1: It does. So, see, another suggestion would be, you know just really you have to feel it out and not expect that to be an instant blend uh, you know, for couples who are living together and are wanting to you know trying to decide if they should get married or not get married. um you know it's totally your decision of of what to do um, you know, another piece of it would be you know. They, Ron Deal suggests about the um, step parent or going to be step parent to date the children and really get to know them and establish that relationship with them before getting married. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's a really good idea because that my my uh, husband established a really close relationship with each of the kids um, before you know, but they were we still really me. mad at you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They weren't mad at him. They, they were yeah. mad at me. Yeah. They had nothing against him. <laughs> yeah, but That's
0: the, that's the thing I, what I keep trying to drive home for everyone is that the relationships, the, the tension, the difficulty is all between the biological parent and their kids. I mean, unless the step parent is really interfering in a way that I they see. shouldn't, uh, the, all of the, Stuff that has to be worked out is all like for my listeners. It's all between the kids and their mostly their dad, right? Or um, unless you are, are two moms in the household, um, and it's all between the kids and their biological parent. And yeah the the idea of of stepping aside to let the biological parent do the you know the heavy lifting of parenting. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's so important because it's something that you can't do any more than you can, you know, chew and swallow for your partner. Like it's part of work that, that they have to do for their kids. This is their relationship that that's a relationship that, that started before you came along. And, Mm -hmm. and of course I, I agree. I also have a nice relationship with my stepkids and I'm glad to hear that you're, you know, your, your husband, got a good connection with your kids before you decided to get married, but it didn't stop them from having a hard time with it. Right. And there are so many issues. There are issues of here's something we never think about birth order, you know, Mm -hmm. that you're someone who's your daughter, who's always been the youngest child. So is suddenly a middle child. Mm -hmm. It's a whole new dynamic. Right. And Mm -hmm. um, yeah, if that's a huge thing, and thought um, about
1: it that way, yeah.
0: You know, um, it's also the of course the idea that you're you've been replaced or that you're not enough, you know, like that's every single child everywhere in the world uh feels in some way not enough or not lovable or not mm. perfect or whatever, right? There's nobody who's got a perfect level of self confidence. Really, there isn't. And mm-hmm. this is the idea of having your your Parent having another child is shattering to your sense of of who you are and of what it could mean to be your parents child you know that you, you can just somehow get
1: another one i i agree with you and interesting you share that because i remember having a conversation with my kids when um they when i told them that i was pregnant They both said that they felt that I would forget about them, that I would that I was out in Colorado and I would have my own life and with Jeff and our son and forget about them. And that could be furthest from the truth, because when my our son came, um, I felt I was very adamant with my husband. I want our son to grow up having a close relationship with his brother and sister, even though he's 19 years yeah. younger than his brother and yeah. 16 years younger than his sister. But, you know, I wanted to have that. I wanted them to have that close relationship and he agreed because, you know, he had a close relationship with the kids too. We, we, so we moved to Las Vegas so that we could develop that relationship oh, wow. with, with them. And so we got about five and a half years, in Las Vegas, where we were able to. Holy
0: cow. I didn't know that. I was
1: little. Yeah. And that's when this is, this is cool. Part of my book and my story of my book and my journey. That's when um, my husband worked for my husband in the financial business. Oh
0: my gosh. So So now you have to tell us about your book.
1: Oh. so my book is just, is about my, my personal transformation after divorce. What's and it called? Sorry. It's called Reconciled. Okay. Uh, Bobby Brooks Wilcox. It's on Amazon. And yeah, I, I just felt compelled. So when my son graduated from college, uh, all of us went to his college graduation and his dad and his fiance at the time, and she had teenagers. And so they were forming their own step family. And so we were all at the college graduation and my husband and I uh, talked and um, we actually, that's another long story, but long story short, we reconciled, we went and had a three hour lunch and we reconciled, and we cried, and we laughed, and we talked about the past, and we forgave each other, and we're like, where do we want now? And my uh, husband said, he said, well, he goes, we're supposed to build our heavenly family here on earth, and even though we're not together, we can still build our, he called it heavenly family, and so, um, so we did. We, he, we went on a, a all expenses paid, Alaskan cruise that he paid for for all of our families to huh. go together. Yep, and that's where we did a blended family bonding. And when I was on the ship, uh, and we were we would talk to people. Oh, I'm here with my wife, or I'm here with you know my yeah. family a vacation. I'm like, yeah, we're having a, a blended family vacation. I'm here with my husband and his his fiance, and they're like, what? <laughs> I can't be in the same room with my ex, let alone on a vacation and that's when i got my aha moment and i went oh my gosh this is what i'm supposed to write about so i went back and started writing my book and Holy so that's cow. so it's kind of cool because as i was writing my book i was living the blended family uh uniting coming together and and blending Very and uniting cool. together Very and so cool. I, so yeah so and then at that one time we decided we wanted to we wanted all of us to be together. And so when we moved to Las Vegas, my, uh, husband, uh, talked to my husband on the, the, the boat, the cruise they got, you know, came, became closer friends. And, um, and then he offered my husband offered to, to work with him. So, yeah, so, (laughs) so he, so my husband worked in the office with his, his ex-wife's has his wife's ex, and okay. his stepson and stepdaughter. Oh wow! <laughs> and and their stepmom. Wow. It's not crazy. It so is. So for for a year, they he worked there, and then he moved into a different financial firm. But yeah. What so a story! It it is. It's it's a really
0: cool story. I yeah. I, I have to read your book. I'm gonna to have to get it. Reconciled. <laughs>
1: reconcile yeah this is
0: this is very cool it's
1: funny because people will say oh did you get back with your ex and it's like no reconcile doesn't mean reconcile (laughs) remarry it means you just reconcile your relationship which we did oh that's so great what a great story
0: lovely Yeah. yeah thank you for doing this
1: yeah, Thank you. It, was, it was, it was fun. Hopefully, hopefully it's helpful. Um, for those. Tell everybody your, where's your website? Where can they find you? A website is blendedfamiliesunited.com.
0: Blendedfamiliesunited.com. I'm going to put that in the show notes so everyone can find you. I love it that Bobby can tell us about what it was like to be on the other side of this stepmom, bio mom equation. And it's so great to know that there are families out there even families that spend years in bitter animosity that when one person decides to make a change it can really spread out and change the whole extended family dynamic it's amazing i didn't actually get bobby to talk about her organization blended families united and you might wonder how this fits in with my campaign to bust those blended family myths well i can tell you that bobby's book is all about the years of strife and the very thorny path she walked on to get to where her family is today. There's no Brady Bunch mentality in her at all. I'm going to read to you from the vision statement on her website. It says, Our vision is to transform traditional step family dynamics to blended family dynamics by building unity as a family where parents can set their differences aside resolve conflict and disagreements between one another constructively outside of the court system, establish and maintain healthy remarriages and step-family relationships, and unite on common ground to raise emotionally healthy children so they can be nurtured and given an opportunity to be whole and well as they grow into adults. Who could argue with that? Bobby's special area of focus is preparing couples who are starting out to have the tools they need to be successful as a step family. So if that's you, please check out BlendedFamiliesUnited.com. There's a lot of resource material there for you. That's BlendedFamiliesUnited.com. Well, thanks for listening. And thanks once again to the Nacho Kids Academy for their support. I know that it's not enough to hear life advice from one person. You need to hear this kind of stuff again and again from all kinds of different people. And Lori and David Sims are definitely all kinds of different. (laughs) Seriously though, I love their sense of humor and how much they really care about helping other families get it right so that mistakes and challenges don't break up people who really love each other. Just go and check them out at nachokidsacademy.com slash the essential stepmom and if it's not your jam it won't cost you a cent they'll just refund your fee take this no risk opportunity to sit in on a couple of their live support calls and i think you'll be blown away by the level of personal care you can get in a group coaching program at just 50 dollars a month with no long-term commitment and a 30-day money-back guarantee to me It sounds like a no-brainer. Once again, the link to use is nachokidsacademy.com slash theessentialstepmom and you'll not only be saving a fortune in legal fees and the cost of a premium subscription to Tinder, you'll be supporting this podcast too. Check it out at nachokidsacademy.com slash theessentialstepmom You can find me at essentialstepmom.com There's a free download available right now there called Three Secrets of Successful Stepmoms. I hope you like it.